you've got to ask yourself, what kind of person am I? Am I draining energy from folk by talking about them, by criticizing them? Or am I pouring energy, life energy, into the psyche of people? Thank you so much for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you who are joining us by television and those of you who are joining us online at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. Today we're doing the final part of this four-part series that we started just a few weeks ago entitled Developing Your Potential. Developing Your Potential. And just before we begin today, I would like to read um, a few humorous things that I received in my email this week. It was a list of things that make you stop and think. And I read the list several years ago, but when I read it again, I laughed all over again, so I thought I would bring it and share it with you as well. But it's, it's just a list of things that make you stop and think. And it says, number one, only in America can a pizza get to your house faster than an ambulance. Only in America are there handicapped parking places in front of a skating rink. Only in America do drug stores make the sick walk all the way to the back of the store to get their prescriptions, while healthy people can buy cigarettes at the front. Only in America do people order double cheeseburgers, large fries, and a diet Coke. <laughs> Only in America do banks leave both doors open and then chain the pins to the counters. Only in America do we use answering machines to screen calls and then have call waiting so we won't miss a call from someone we didn't want to talk to in the first place. Only in America do we buy hot dogs in packages of 10 and buns in packages of 8. Only in America do they have drive-up ATM machines with Braille lettering. Only in America. Just a little humor to humor you guys. <laughs> well, we're, we're dealing with part four on developing your potential, and I, I won't take time to go back to revisit any of the keys that we have shared in the first three parts of this. Uh, so I would like to just... Start with a couple of scriptures, if you open your Bible, up to the book of Proverbs, book of Proverbs, chapter 25, the book of Proverbs, chapter 25, book of Proverbs, chapter 25, and verse number 11. Let's read verse number 11 there together in unison. Ready? Read. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold. In pictures of silver. Word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. And so this verse speaks of precious metal, speaks of gold, speaks of silver. And those items represent something valuable, something of great worth. Uh, they represent treasure that's in our lives. And it's simply saying that 
this treasure or this potential, as we have been calling it, on the inside of us can be released, unlocked, ignited, inspired by what someone says to us. And so it talks about a word fitly spoken there. So it's merely by what someone may speak into our lives or what we might speak into someone's life can literally bring forth their treasure, their potential. Uh, those things that are of great value can come out of their lives simply by the words that are spoken in someone's life. Proverbs fifteen twenty three: a man hath joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How good is it? It has an exclamation point behind it just to bring out there that when a word is spoken at the right time, the right person's life, it can bring forth tremendous value, treasure and potential. It can be uh, unlocked and inspired and something can be ignited in a person's life merely by what a person speaks to them. And so dealing with developing your potential, I want to deal with the power of words in order to help people develop their potential. And all of us have had people speak into our lives certain things that have helped us along the way. And it's incumbent upon us to do likewise, to use our words every day in every way to help to develop the potential in the lives of others that we come in contact with and that we meet in our everyday lives. And so we see from Scripture here that there's something impactful. There's something that can ignite a spark in somebody merely by what is said to them. I want to read something to you that, that uh, Robert Shuler shares in his book called uh, Move Ahead with Possibility Thinking. And Robert Shuler, he tells a wonderful story about an incident that changed his life as a boy. And he tells this story. He said his car drove past the unpainted barn and stopped in a cloud of summer dust at our front gate. I ran barefooted across the splintery porch and saw my uncle Henry bound out of the car. He was tall, very handsome and terribly alive with energy. And after many years overseas as a missionary in China, he was visiting our, our farm. He ran up to the old gate and put both of his big hands on my four-year-old shoulders. He smiled widely, ruffled my uncombed hair, and said, Well, I guess you're Robert. I think you are going to be a preacher someday. That night, I prayed secretly. Dear God, make me a preacher when I grow up. And he says he believed it was that moment that God made him a possibility thinker because his uncle spoke those words in his life. When he was four years old, it ignited a spark. It did something to ignite his potential. And so there's great power. And that's why the Bible says that uh, a word fitly spoken, there's great treasure. It, it brings out great treasure in whoever receives that word. And we have great power in how we use our words to encourage 
the potential of others. And so as I thought about this series in terms of developing our potential, I would be remiss to tell you how to develop your potential without telling you one of the best ways of developing your potential is by you helping others to develop their potential. When you sow and invest in the lives of others by speaking positive things into their lives, helping to develop the potential of others, it will do something in your life. Your own potential will be increased. Somebody says that when you encourage others, your own heart is filled with courage. There's something that comes into your own being when you make an investment into somebody else's life. When you speak into somebody else's dream and into somebody else's destiny and you never know how your words have the power to affect those who hear you. I never knew this scripture was in the Bible as long as I've been reading the Bible. I've read through the Bible several times and I never knew this scripture was here. Flip over to me to, uh, with me to Isaiah, the book of Isaiah chapter 50. Isaiah chapter 50 says something powerful about this. Isaiah chapter 50, and want to look at verse 4. Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4. When you get there, say amen. Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4. I'm going to read it. Listen carefully. It says, Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth my ear to hear as the learn. Isn't that powerful? He says, God, you have given me a tongue to be able to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Folks, we have incredible power. Words have incredible power. We have the power to speak, to speak right into the life of somebody who, who may be without a clue as to their potential, who may be without a clue as to the gifts or the talents that they possess or who they can become. And God has given us this gift to be able to speak a word in season at the right time to somebody who's weary, to somebody who's about to give up, to somebody who thinks they're nobody, to somebody who's been left behind. And our words can make a difference and we can change someone's life simply by the words we speak to them. Our words have power. Our words have power. I read an interesting study that was done by psychologist Henry Goddard. He conducted a study on energy levels in children using an instrument he called the ergograph. I would love to use that on James and Stephanie's kids. <laughs> Check their energy level. But he, 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 uh, he conducted a study on energy levels in children using an instrument called the ergograph. And he discovered that when tired children were given a word of praise or con commendation, the ergograph showed an immediate upward surge of energy in the kids. And when the kids were discouraged or criticized, the graph showed that their physical energy 
took a sudden nosedive. And his experiment just showed that our words have power to influence the energy level of those who we are speaking to. And so God has given us the power. We can speak life energy into somebody who is void of power, who's void of any direction, who's void of feeling capable of doing anything. We, have, we can speak energy into their lives just through the power of encouragement. Power of encouragement. And so it's a, it's a powerful gift that if you want to develop your potential, begin speaking life into the potential of others. Begin developing and helping to develop the potential of others. You never know the gift that God has placed in you and the people that God has placed in your path that he wants you to speak something to to benefit them, to increase them, if nothing more, to raise their energy level. Just raise, just when you speak something complimentary or when you point out something excellent about somebody, when you point out something good, when you say something, you immediately, you, you draw energy, you, you pull energy into them, you pour something into them that causes them to begin to rise to a higher level. And you got to ask yourself, what kind of person am I? Am I draining energy from folk by talking about them? By criticizing them? Or am I pouring energy, life energy, into the psyche of people because I always pour something good into them? So ask yourself that question. What type of person are you to those who come into contact? Do you leave a place brighter than it was before you got there? Places should be left brighter. Just The atmosphere should be brighter when we show up because we have something good to say. We have something good to impart to somebody. We are there to tell somebody that they can make it, that they do have what it takes, and that they are an achiever, and that you do believe in them. And so, there's something powerful there about developing your potential when you allow yourself to develop the potential of others. I read an interesting story about a teacher who went to work in an inner city school, and the school was right in the midst of just, a, uh, just an array of crime and gang activity and violence and drugs and so forth, so just in a really bad location. But this teacher decided to stay so that she could make a difference. She had a true passion to make a difference in the lives of young people. And there was this young particular man in her class, and he had gotten in trouble with one of the gangs in the neighborhood. He owed them some money. He owed them $100. He didn't have it. And he was in trouble. And this was serious, serious business, even life-threatening. And when the teacher got wind of it, she went to that young man, sat down with him, and she said, I will loan you the money to pay off your debt. On one condition. He said, what's that? She said, the condition is you must pay me back on your graduation day. And this young man, she knew his history that none of his sisters and brothers had finished high school. All of them had dropped out of high school. She knew chances were great that he was not going to finish high school. But she spoke those words to him. She said, the only condition is... I want you to pay me back on your graduation day from high school. And that young man said those words penetrated his heart. They did something to him. 
He said for the first time in his life, somebody believed in him. And he said, ma'am, you got a deal. That young man was the first person to graduate from high school in his family. All because a teacher took the time to speak life to his potential, to bring out the treasure and the value that was on the inside of him. Words fitly spoken are as apples of gold and pictures of silver. There's tremendous value, treasure, and worth and esteem that we can bring out of a person by the way we speak to them. And so when you help to develop the potential of others, you're doing something to your own potential. I like something that philosopher and poet Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, what a name. He must be German, sounds German. He said this, he said, treat a man as he appears to be and you make him worse. But treat a man as if he already what he potentially could be and you make him what he should be. That's powerful. And so we have a we have a mandate upon us to treat people a certain way, to speak life and energy into people's lives, to help them to develop their potential. And I want you to realize that all of us need somebody to believe in us. We all need somebody. We all are able to develop our potential when somebody believes in us. There's something about it. You rise up. When you give somebody a reputation to uphold, that person will rise up to meet that reputation that you have given them. And there's something powerful about it. I saw this illustrated this week. This past Monday, Pastor Nathaniel and Pastor James and myself and one of our other cousins, we were playing in a golf tournament here in the city. And in this, this golf tournament, it was, a, it was a team competition. So it was not an individual tournament, but we played as a foursome, as a team, which means it was called best ball. So everybody hits and then you choose the best ball and play from there and so on all the way to the end. And I noticed that as we were playing, Pastor Nathaniel began to identify what he could see in each one of us, the other three golfers. Now, Pastor Nathaniel, he hadn't played golf in I don't know how long. <laughs> and it took a tremendous amount of courage for him to come out the way he did. And so when he got out there, he wasn't really that concerned about his game because he knew he hadn't played and he, he knew that, you know, he really wasn't interested so much in, in, in what he was doing. But when he saw the team, he saw the other three of us, he began to look at what we were doing and he began to label us. And I picked up on it. And so he noticed that James had been hitting the ball well off the tee, the first shot, the tee shot. And so he began calling James the tee master. And so as we progressed throughout the holes, he said, I have no doubt about this hole because we have the tea master that's going to tee off. And then my, my other cousin, he was the number two player. And so 
Pastor Nathaniel had recognized that he was hitting great shots to the greens, the approach shots. And so Nathaniel labeled him the approach master. And so whenever we were in trouble and we needed a shot to the green, Pastor Nathaniel said, I have no doubt in my mind that the approach master, he's going to get us to the green. And then there was me. Now, my game was off also. I wasn't hit worth a quarter. But one thing I was doing fairly well, I was putting fairly well. And so Pastor Nathaniel, he named me the putt master. And so when we got on the green and whenever we needed a crucial putt, he would just let out a loud declaration. He said, I have no fear about this putt because we have the putt master here. And I want you to know that when he gave us those titles, even though we didn't quite know if he was telling the truth or not, something about it, it made us want to perform in the way that he was calling us. And it was, it, it drew out our potential. And I started making putts that I didn't even know I could make because he was calling me the putt master. <laughs> So you give people a reputation to uphold, they'll rise to it. Stop calling your husband sorry. Stop speaking that way to your children. Give them a reputation to uphold and they'll rise to fulfill the reputation that you give them to uphold. But you begin to develop their potential by the way you speak to people in all areas of life, beginning at home in your family your co-workers, your friends, those strangers who you meet. You have the power. The Bible teaches us that, that God gives us the words. He gives us the words to speak the right word in season to him that is weary. And God knows that it has the t- tremendous power and ability to help people to develop their potential. You'll notice that wherever Jesus went, he always saw potential in people. He always spoke to their potential. When the woman was taken in adultery and they were there ready to stone her, and after Jesus dismissed everyone, he turned to the woman and he said, Woman, where are your accusers? And she said, I have none. He said, Neither do I accuse you. And then he says, Go and sin no more. And he was speaking to her potential. He was saying, Woman, this isn't who you are. You're far greater than the accusation that they've brought, charge they've laid against you. That's not the woman you're destined to be. He spoke something in her potential. He, he never criticized her, never condemned her, but he spoke to her potential. Another woman came into contact with Jesus, same, same almost similar scenario, prostitute. And she came, found him in the house, worshipped him. All the other people looked down on her. But Jesus spoke to her potential. He began to tell those other people, he said, none of you all anointed me with oil when I got here. None of you all washed my feet. He told those other people that this woman was something special. This woman was sincere and she was a treasure of God. He spoke, Jesus always spoke to a person's potential. I want those of you who are listening to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7424 in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge.
We want you to develop your potential and help others to develop their potential as well. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 7424 by C. Elijah Bronner. To send this message, Developing Your Potential Part 4, number 7424. To a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7427. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.